blessings endures forever. Hallelujah. I've never had, heard that song. Amen. I heard the Holy Spirit singing. And these are some of the things that used to happen in the tabernacle of David. Yes. That is why there were recordings. Most of the songs were from the sons of Asa. They'll be worshiping, and then God will give them a song. Amen. The reason why a song is important is that it not only ministers to the deepest part of a person's heart, but a song with words makes sounds in the realm of the spirit. Hallelujah. Sounds are very important in the realm of the spirit. Amen. Even though some of us are Christians, sometimes we forget that the realm of the spirit is bigger than what we see in the physical. Amen. And today, God wants us to take a look at what is happening behind the scenes. And sounds are good because sounds move things. Sounds move things. That is why God is always concerned about what is in your heart. Because the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth makes sounds. Hallelujah. In Luke chapter 21 and verse 15, he says, I will give you a mouth and a wisdom yes. which none of your adversaries will be able to gainsay nor resist. Amen. What is the meaning of gainsay? Mm. Gainsay means overturned, dismissed. Yes. You cannot contradict. That's right. That means that means that whatever is going on in your life, God is saying that there is a way of escape. Amen. But that way of escape comes as a result of what is going on in your heart. That is why in Proverbs 23. Verse 26 to 27. It says, My son, give me your heart. Amen. God is not looking for anything. He's looking for allegiance. Hallelujah. That's all this Christian life is about. Amen. Because you know when we are children, we learn about there's good and there is evil. Amen. There's a good man and a bad man. And Jesus said, Out of their belly. Whatever the tree is, that is what fruit will come out, right? Amen. Hallelujah. So if it's an evil tree, it will come out what? Evil fruit. Amen. If it's a, a good tree, it will come out what? Good fruit. But he says, my son, give me your heart. Why is it that God wants you to give him your heart? Because the Bible says, that the kingdom of God is as if a man should cast seed into the ground. Mm. And most of us know the story of the parable of the sower, right? Yes. And the Bible says that that ground, that good ground, that yielded 30, 60, and 100 fold was the good ground of your heart. I don't know why God has taken over the message. Amen. The good ground of your heart. A seed, unless it's buried into the ground, 
It abides alone. Hallelujah. But when it gets inside the ground, the ground knows what to do with that seed. Amen. You don't have to pray. The ground knows what to do with that seed. Hallelujah. As long as it's buried in the ground. And when it's buried in the ground, the Bible says man will go and sleep and wake up. They don't know even what is going on. But inside, behind the scenes, something is happening. Hallelujah. That seed is going to get rotten. It has to rot. Yes. It has to rot in the same way your life has to rot. Hallelujah. You have to come to that place where you say, I cannot do it myself. Hallelujah. I need God. Amen. Until you get to that place, you have not gotten anywhere. Amen. Because God is going to watch to see whether you truly, truly need Him. That's right. And most often because we have options, God has become something like, eh, when I need Him, Hallelujah. I'll get to Him. But if you didn't have any option, mm. you will stick with him. Yes. So we have options. Hallelujah. In this country, maybe if you don't have food, and sometimes maybe you can stand at the wayside, but you are someone who probably uh, feels shy or whatever. Uh, if you have a credit card, you start using it, right? Sometimes people do all kinds of things just to survive. And if you don't have option, when Hezekiah was told that he was going to die, he didn't have option. The man of God who everybody knew, his words would never fall to the ground, Isaiah says. God says, put your house in order because you're going to die. He didn't have any option. So the only recourse he had was to turn his face to the wall. Man. I say, God, today I'm with you. If you don't do it, there's no way out. Hallelujah. But most of us, we have options. Hallelujah. We do. Mm-hmm. If we did not have options, our relationship with God would be different. Yes. My son, give me thy heart and let thy eyes observe. Remember last week we were talking about imagination? Yes. Mm-hmm. Going back on it. Here we are in the same and then verse 27. Why? <coughs> Why should you give your heart to God and observe his ways? Why? For a wall is a deep ditch and a strange woman is an arrogant. Most of you people feel like uh, this is maybe a prostitute or something. No. He's talking about the lust of the flesh. That's right. The pride of life. Hallelujah. And everything that you see and you think is more important than anything. Yeah. I must get this. Yes. If I don't get this, I'm not. Hallelujah. Amen. If I don't get to preach, I'm not. Hallelujah. Well, they told me I'm an evangelist. I must preach. Hallelujah. Do you love God more than ministry? Mm. Or ministry is more important than God? Hallelujah. If my husband doesn't do this, mm. then I'm not. Hallelujah. If my wife doesn't do this, then I'm not. Mm. Is your husband more important than God? Hallelujah. Is your wife more important than God? Glory. If, if my boss doesn't do this, then I'm not happy. So the things that lure us is what he's talking about. Amen. But until you give God your whole heart Hallelujah. and observe his ways, mm. you fall into that pit. 
Hallelujah. And many are they that fall into that. Yes, yes. A lot of us fall into that pit every day. Yes. But the funny thing is that we don't even know that we are falling into that pit. Yes. There are a lot of things that are lowering for our attention. Mm -hmm. Remember last week we talked about the power of quietness. Yes. And we read scriptures that went to emphasize the fact that our stability is based on how much quiet we can be. Why is it important for us to be quiet? Because the greatest weapon that the devil has against a disciplined Christian, remember, yes. not an indisciplined one like you. You know how you, you think you are the best Christian? Hallelujah. <laughs> you judge Amen. people. Yes. Because you know their motive, right? Yes. Nobody knows the motive of someone. Mm -hmm. Someone can do something good and their motive is bad. Yeah. So that's why God says you don't judge another. That's right. Because the same measure with which you judge, God will judge you. That's right. That's right. Hallelujah. Because you are setting the standards mm -hmm. for that person. Yes. But until you know the motive, mm -hmm. the reason why someone did something, you can't judge them. That's right. Hallelujah. And God frowns on it. Amen. Amen. We have become judges. Hallelujah. Glory. They are judging one another. Oh, you are condemned because you did this. You are condemned because you didn't do this. Yes. And God is looking for the motive. Hallelujah. And the motive God is looking for is whatever you do. Amen. In spirit and your body. Amen. Do it as unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. So if whatever you do mm -hmm. is not because of your comfort, mm -hmm. Because of God. Hallelujah. That is that motive. Amen. That God is looking for. Yes. Until that, then we are all guilty. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you don't want anybody to judge you, you don't want um, the realm of the spirit to judge you, guess what? You don't judge. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's why the Bible wants us to focus on praying for one another. That's right. You see, and most of you, when I'm talking, I talk, and then I take it to the things, the places where we don't even consider. Yes. But you see, God is God over everything. That's right. Some of us, and when I say, people say, oh, Reverend, you're always talking. Because that is where we easily fall prey. Yes. yes. We easily fall prey to that. Amen. Especially with leadership. Hallelujah. Or maybe a president. Hmm. We are quick to judge. Mm -hmm. We are quick to... Judge. Judge. Amen. But the Bible say we should judge them. What did the Bible say? We should pray for them and give thanks for all men. For all men. So if we are doing that, if we are giving him our heart, and he is the Lord of all, he is the Lord of our thoughts, he is the Lord of our actions, Hallelujah. we are guided by what he says, and we observe his ways, mm -hmm. then we'll be able to overcome the attraction Amen. that the world is bringing. It's pulling us from every side. Hallelujah. It's pulling us from every side. Pulling us from every side. So today we are going to continue. Amen. We talked about the power of what? 
Yes. But what I'm saying here is, if we'll be quiet and mind our own business and not be judged and not be looking for, uh, okay, I'm watching if you do this. Uh, I told you. Hallelujah. Because you have meditated upon it and you are expecting it, guess what? It will happen. Because the Bible says that whatever is in your mind that you see and you expect, you have it. Yes. So we are on the imagination thing. And with the, uh, the choruses, and even for all of us, worship, praise and worship is like you confessing the word. That's right. So even if the words of the song doesn't mean anything to you, it will not touch anybody. That's right. Even with praise and worship, you have to meditate on those songs. Mm -hmm. Sing them, minister them to the Lord several times until you know without any shadow of a doubt. So singing is not just singing. Mm -hmm. So most people say, I confess, and it didn't work. I did that. And I knew the reason why. Hallelujah. So he's saying here, First Chronicles 28, verse 9. For the Lord searches the hearts and understands all the imaginations of the thoughts. We're talking about engaging the power of image formation. Amen. And uh, Sister Prisla added mental image formation. Amen. Sometimes in the realm of the spirit, we talk about spiritual image formation. Mm -hmm. The image should be so strong that it becomes part and parcel of your heart. You Amen. believe without a shadow of a doubt that this thing is what it is. Amen. Because God is looking what is in your heart. He's looking for what is in your heart in order for him to turn to you. The Bible says that God is searching throughout the whole earth, looking for the one whose heart is what? Perfect. Hallelujah. Upright. Perfect does not mean you don't sin. A perfect means you fear God. Amen. You've given Him your heart. Amen. Even when you fall, you are quick to repent. Hallelujah. And come back. So perfect does not mean you do everything right. No, no, no. That's not what I say. That's not what I say. God wants to see your heart, your Amen. motive. So some things, some people that people feel like God will judge them. God is not judging them. Because right. God knows the innocence of your heart. Amen. And sometimes people are, are um, struggling with things that they need help with. And we believers are supposed to be the people that put them on our prayer list and begin to pray for them. Amen. But no, we give up on them. And that's not what God wants. He's looking into your heart. Remember, he says, now unto him, Ephesians 3.20, now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Think. Mm -hmm. Thinking. So even as you're asking, God is saying in your mind, what are you thinking? Mm. Are you still thinking that you are going to die? Are you still thinking? Are you still fearing? Hallelujah. Job said, what I feared is what has come to me. Yes. So there is no uh, 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 wonder that God has been saying, do not fear. Because fear is a trap of the enemy. Hallelujah. Fear is some kind of image formation that is saying, ah, this thing is not going to work good for me. And you are scared. Amen. Amen. That is why, remember, we started, what's our anchor scripture? Joshua 1, 
8. <laughs> this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall what? Meditate. Day and night. So God has told you what you're supposed to do with your time. Amen. Because like I said last week, if your spirit is the bigger part of you, where should you spend most time dealing with? Hallelujah. Where do you have to build? Spirit. Yes. Bodily exercise profits a little. Yes. But godly exercise profits much, much Amen. more. Amen. That's what the Bible says. So it takes time. It takes you avoiding all distraction to get into the word so that that thing will sink deep down into your heart. Amen. Or else, like Jesus said, it will fall by the wayside. Some will fall on thorns. When it falls on thorns, it's power of destruction. You're studying the word and you're watching TV at the same time. <laughs> you see, I mean, you can say that you are getting it. And when situation happens, you see that it's not there. Hallelujah. Yeah. No, we've been, we've been cheating ourselves. Mm -hmm. we think, see, God, who is wise, mm -hmm. okay, who is wiser than us, says you need that quietness. Yes. Jesus was an example for us. Each and every day, a great while before day, you go into a solitary place. Hallelujah. Where there was nobody. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Jesus, by the time he wakes up, there are people at his doorsteps, Waiting to be helped. Mm -hmm. But then he knows that until I have that quiet time, until I spend time to form that image Amen. to the point that is so clear. I if an that. image is not clear, mm, it's not we are not sure, right? I'm not sure whether the thing is red or is brown. Mm -hmm. The color is not clear. Yes. And if it's not clear, you are not confident. That's right. So your confidence lies in you removing all the distraction yes. and sitting down. Hallelujah. Okay? Yeah. And opening the pages yeah. of yeah. life. Yes. I told my daughter, stop using the phone to read your Bible. Because mm -hmm. I noticed that that affected her consistency. Mm -hmm. The devil... <laughs> He's smarter than us. Mm -hmm. He's been here more than 6,000 years. That's right. So he's smarter. He's smarter than us. <laughs> we don't have to take him for granted. That's right. He doesn't have power, but he's smart. That's right. He knows we live in this physical body. I always say, I remember there was one time I asked Jesus, I said, Lord, so what is the most important thing that you see is very important for every believer? I was surprised at what he said, but now I'm beginning to understand. He said, putting pressure on your flesh. Hallelujah. Putting, that's the beginning of everything. Hallelujah. Why is it that <laughs> we know that we have to pray? We don't pray. Hallelujah. You know, preaching is easier than prayer. That's right. Praying. That's I'm right. telling you. Yes. That's right. So if you are not able to pray, don't think that, oh, it's because I'm busy. No. The devil wants to get you to a place. And when he has gotten you to that place and he's seen how low you are, then he will strike. That's right. That is what he does. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you are like me, 
First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26 to 27. We are still talking. Amen. Because the reason why we are not able to do these things, because we know them, are the distractions of the flesh, That's the right. things we see around us, how we feel and everything. Amen. First Corinthians. I therefore so run. Okay, let's start from verse 25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Mastery here can be, you need your healing. That's right. You need to overcome anger, mm -hmm. rage, yes. and all those things. Unforgiveness, laziness. Mm -hmm. Okay? You know that the diligence will stand before great men and not mean men, right? Hallelujah. How do you become diligent? So, anyone who strives for mastery is temperate in all things. So, you are not in everything. You, you know your moderation. Mm -hmm. You are not moving about with what everyone is doing. And then he says, now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we are incorruptible. Verse 26. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Because I'm doing it purposefully. Because I'm heading towards my healing. The doctor says something and it does not line up with what God has said. Hallelujah. And if I look around me, I'll be discouraged. Amen. If I look at the pain that I'm feeling, I'll be discouraged. Amen. God said I should stay with my husband. But the pain that I'm feeling, if I look at it, I'll be discouraged. That's so right. I have to make sure that I'm looking, I'm giving God my heart. Amen. And I'm observing his ways. Amen. I'm attending diligently to his word. I'm, I'm meditating on it. I'm giving myself time. I'm secluding myself to build myself up. Amen. So Amen. I'll be able to stand strong. Amen. Verse 27, please. But I keep, what? Under my body. And bring it into what? I have to keep my body under. Unless, if I don't do that, especially in this cold season, I'll enjoy that blanket mm -hmm. and tuck myself under my husband's arm. I'll be sleeping when they call five o'clock devotion. Oh, let me sleep small. And the devil will be saying, Oh, yeah, sleep. <laughs> oh, just sleep. Enjoy your husband. Oh, just sleep. And then that husband that was sleeping in his arms, he gets up in the morning and starts saying something nasty to you. And then he also. You know why the enemy does that? Because the behind the scenes is that he will allow you to be angry. And then you go and stand before God and say, Ah. Hallelujah. See this woman has been praying for this thing. <laughs> Look how do that. You mm. think God will do it? No. You know why? Because he's a legal God. That's right. The realm of the spirit laws are very serious. That's right. In the realm of the spirit, order is very serious. serious. That's right. So this same devil, because he didn't let you build yourself. Mm -hmm. So when that thing came, it took you over. Mm -hmm. So you see how we pray and then we spoil our prayer. Mm -hmm. Pray. Then Bishop will say, so this week is full of testimonies. Amen. <laughs> then you go into the car and your husband says something. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Oh, 
So he says, unless that by any means, when I have preached to others, I Paul, I know more things. I've been to heaven. That's right. So I know the word. Yeah. After I've preached to you, I myself will be a castaway. That's right. God is not plain. That's right. He's very compassionate. That's right. He's very forgiving. That's right. But why would you go through things and mess? people's lives. Mm. I'll give you an example. See, this whole thing is going a different direction. Amen. God be the glory. I'm, I want us to look at something here. Okay. You just continue. Pray for me so that I come to that. Because that is very important. Amen. Amen. Okay? I don't want to. So we are talking about the imagination. And the reason why I said all those things is because you need to keep your body under. Amen. You need to put your flesh under in Amen. order for you to be able to imagine that thing that God wants. Amen. Amen. God said, Isaiah, what do you see? Mm. Uh, Jeremiah. He said, I see an almond tree. He said, you have seen well. Hallelujah. And because you have seen well, I'll watch over my word to perform. Amen. I will perform quickly. Amen. Because you have seen well. Amen. Amen. So now you see why the devil will distract you so you will not be able to form that image. That's right. Because anytime God is looking into your house, he's looking for an image. Amen. You are praying to him for, um, uh, let's say, healing. Mm -hmm. Are you seeing healing? Until you are seeing healing, healing will not come. That's right. That's right. God is not playing. Hallelujah. If you understand that, you will not be disappointed. You know that, ah, I have to do something. I have not done it. That is why. If something is not happening in my life, it's my fault. That's right. It's not God's fault. That's right. If anything at all, I ask myself, have I given him all my heart? That's right. Is God important to me? Right. So we all know Genesis 13, verse 10. I'll just quickly go through. The Lord lifted up his eyes. He saw a good land, right? Yes. Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay, Lot did not know that eventually it would be destroyed. So sometimes we look at what is nice. That's right. It's not everything that glitters. It's gold. It's gold. That's right. Lot saw it. He thought that is good. So guess what he did? He chose that place, right? Mm -hmm. And Abraham, knowing that he had a covenant with God. See, if you are with God, mm -hmm. you will not strive with people, That's right. Mr. Catherine. That's you will not strive with people because you know God is on your side. Amen. You know, we're fighting. Mm -hmm. Oh, I must get the first place. Oh, I must say, Catherine, you remember when we used to go to Benihim? And people used to, you see how Christians are. They used to fight and cast because they want to sit in front. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they'll tell lies that I'm part of this ministry. <laughs> okay. Who is going to bring the healing? Hallelujah. You no, no. or Benin? No. Oh, there's someone who is looking in the heart. Mm -hmm. And you wonder why you went and nothing happened. We have to fear God. Hallelujah. Amen. So you look at it. 
And he took it. And Abraham said, me, I have a covenant with God. So whatever you take, take. Some of us would have said, I'm the senior. That's right. <laughs> me, I'm the one that God called. You, you came with me. And now you are choosing the way, and then there will be strife, right? Mm -hmm. But Abraham said, okay, you've chosen this goal there. And then I will choose this. Amen. So eventually, Lord went. And then, in Genesis 13, 14 to 15, God was telling Abraham, that for all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it. Amen. Your seed forever. Amen. God took him out. He said, look where you are standing. You don't need to go out to look. Hallelujah. Where you are standing, where you are. Wherever you are, God can do something. That's right. That's right. Wherever you are, God can do something. Amen. Then he's not God. That's right. As long as you will look. So he said, look. I want you to form an image. I want you to see. If you don't see, I cannot give it to you. Amen. I'm almighty God, but if you don't see, I cannot give it to you. Hallelujah. Yes. And so he says, see. So it was because Abraham saw and God gave it to them. Amen. We see in Joshua how they all went for their inheritance. Amen. 2 Samuel 11, 2. David also saw Bathsheba. That's right. He fed his eyes on Bathsheba. That's right. So what he saw formed an image. Mm -hmm. And that image caused him to behave what he saw. That's right. That is what God wants. That we meditate the word in such a way that it forms a picture, like Bishop has been teaching us. Once that image is formed, then God says, oh, my child is ready. So your work is to make sure that you put yourself away from all the distraction. Amen. And get into that work and make sure that that thing becomes an image in your heart. Amen. And once God sees it, because remember, we learn that God looks into the heart Amen. and understands the imaginations of the heart. Right? First Chronicles 28, verse 9. Yep. So once he sees it, then he's ready to work. He told Jeremiah, because you have seen well, I'll hasten my word to perform. So now you see why the enemy will distract us from spending time so we can see. And in this day and age, the electronic devices, yes. oh Jesus, mm -hmm. they are wonderful. That's right. I don't want to say it because when I say it, it's wonderful. Amen. Yes. It is wonderful. Amen. But you have to choose, right? Amen. Numbers 3, uh, 13, 28. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Numbers 13, 28. Caleb and Joshua saw that they were well able mm -hmm. to defeat those people. He said they were like grasshoppers in our eyes. Because they saw it, mm -hmm. God came in to help them. That's right. You see, God is waiting for you to spend time to see. That's right. I can't, I can't say it um, enough. So that is why we have to organize our lives. Amen. And why are we saying this? Because we are going into another decade. That's right. Do you realize that we are not going into uh, 2018 or 2019? We are going into the 20s now. That's right. We are going into another decade. Mm -hmm. And in the realm of the spirit, there are plans. 
Hallelujah. The Bible says that in the last days there shall be gross darkness Amen. on the people. But you, my people, your light will shine upon you. Amen. So arise. Arise in the light. Do what you are called to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Nimrod, Genesis 11. What did he do? They imagined mm -hmm. that they could build a tower. Yeah. has never been done before. Mm -hmm. And when they imagined it, God said, what these people have imagined to do, we cannot stop them. Mm -hmm. Okay? Genesis 11, verse 6. I'm leaving you guys behind. Amen. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one, and they have all one language, and this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained. Verse 6. And nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined. Which they have imagined. So, in the realm of the spirit, that's what they are looking for. Mm -hmm. The devil wants you to form a certain image. Yes. That is why he manipulates situations. Yeah. He manipulates situations very well. And sometimes he leads us to say some things. Mm -hmm. And once we say it, then we we'll start. I remember there was this lady who was going to get married. And she said something like, if I go in and I don't like it, then I'll leave. Mm. I'm going, can you imagine? So whilst they were at the altar, the man thought, oh, it's final. The man said, the woman has said, well, if I go in and I don't like it, I'll leave. He didn't say it to the world, right? Mm -hmm. But guess who had it? God. And the devil. And the devil. Mm -hmm. So she gave the enemy the authority based on what he said. Because mm -hmm. you know, God has done it to say that whatever you say and you believe will empower whether God or the devil. And there is nothing God can do about it. That's right, that's right. When Job started fearing for his children, maybe they are sinned. God had a covering over him. Satan was trying every time to get him. He couldn't get him. Just like me. Satan is trying hard to get him. He can't get him. And then all of a sudden you start fearing. What is this? What is that? What that? And then that opens the door for him. So you realize that when you went to God and God said, where have you been? They said, I'm moving to and fro. It's the same principle. When you read First Peter chapter 5, he says, the devil, like a royal lion, moving to and fro. So that's what he's been doing. He's looking for someone that he can get. That's right. So what happened? He started doing sacrifices based on Yeah. And so God said, there is nothing I can do for Job anymore. Because mm -hmm. here was the devil who was scared of getting to Job because he says you built a hedge around him. Mm -hmm. Now Job is fearing. So God told the devil, well, he's in your hands. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he's opened the door mm -hmm. by fearing. That's right. See, God is principled. That's right. 
loves us, but he will not love us above his word. That's right. Psalm 138 talks about the fact that he's lifted his word above his name. So you can call Jesus, Jesus. If you're violating his word, there's nothing he can do. That's right. So, the next thing which I've already talked about, Luke 21 verse 15, Amen. is using your mouth, after you have built that image, yes. now you use your mouth to speak it. Yes. The reason why you have to build that image is because situations are going to come contrary to that image. Amen. But once you know what you have seen, nothing will be able to what stop you. That's right, says, this that they have imagined to do, no one will be able to restrain them right. because they form that image. Yep. Um, Genesis 11, 6, right? Mm -hmm. So guess what? They are able to do it. Amen. No matter what. So the reason why we falter, the reason why we are not courageous is because we have not taken the time. Hallelujah. So we mutter those words. Mm -hmm. We speak those words. And Jesus said in Luke 6, 45, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. From where? The death of yeah. imagination. Yes. The heart speaks from the depth of imagination. And he uses the image of a tree. Mm -hmm. If it's an evil tree, it will bring forth what? Evil fruits. Right. If it's a good tree, it will bring forth what? Good fruits. Right. And you will enjoy it. So if it's bringing forth evil fruits, you're not going to enjoy it. Then you're going to blame God, right? Mm -hmm. Or blame someone. That's right. right? Okay. And then the next one, after confessing it, which is the number three. First, the power of quietness. Second, the power of image formation, seeing it. Then see, mattering to see yourself, speaking forth what you believe. Amen. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter three. Hebrews chapter three, verse one. Yeah. Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, Consider the apostle and high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. Verse 2. Who was faithful to him that was appointed? Who was faithful to him that appointed him? As also Moses was faithful in all his house. So he's saying that God, Jesus Christ, is the faithful administrator. Okay? The high priest mm -hmm. is the administrator mm -hmm. of the things of God. Okay? So he's saying in verse 1. He is the high priest over our what? confession. That's right. Profession there means what you say. That's right. Because what you say is what you become. That's right. You become what you say. Amen. So he's saying that after you have taken your time to form that image, now begin to speak it. Amen. When you say, by the stripes of Jesus I am healed, you are not speaking to Priscilla. You are not speaking to Pastor Sam. You are speaking to Jesus. Amen. He's waiting for that word Amen. to work with it. Amen. So it's not positive thinking. Amen. Jesus is the high priest over your confession. Amen. He's Amen. waiting for your words. But that words must come from a depth of imagination. Amen. That is why some people confess and it doesn't happen because it's not from the, 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 the depth of their heart's imagination. Amen. Then the last one. It's time. And already I've spoken to you about time. 
when you read um, John chapter 7, verse 6 to 7, Jesus talks about the fact that for the world, every time is good. But within him, there's a right time. Right. Like I told Minister Catherine, if God said, it's tugging on your heart to pray. Okay, that's a simple example. And you decide, and this is not the right time. God is saying this is the right time. That's right. And you're saying this is not the right time. Let me say a, a, a story. Then you know how important timing is in the realm of the spirit. And you are all spirit. You have a soul when you live in the body. So what happens in the spirit is very important and you should consider it. Life is spiritual. I don't care how you think. Because things that happen in the realm of the spirit is what is controlling all of us. Amen. So what, what am I saying? I'm saying that Jesus is saying the right time is when I tell you to do something. Now you choose to do it your own time, and then you miss it. Mm. There was a situation with Benny Hinn. He went to bury his father. People have no idea. Mm. And I'll say something about Mr. Catherine, and you guys will see how image formation is very important. Mm. So Benny Hinn went to bury his dad, and then they said to him, ah, we forgot to put a tie on him. Remove your tie and give it to them to put it. So he removed it. He said when he removed it and gave it to them to put it on, he said, the devil said, next year by this time, you will be in that coffin. And he said he knew that that was a right time to deal with the situation. So I'm trying to tell you about time. He said, that's a lie from the pit of hell. He didn't care whether people were around. He started saying what he knew was right. I will live. I'll finish my course. Do you know that just around that time, the following year, he was in a plane crash? That means the enemy had planned mm -hmm. yes. through that image formation mm -hmm. to do his work. Mm -hmm. God needs your image formation. The devil also needs your image formation. That's right. That is why God says, give me your heart. That's right. Meditate on the word day and night. Amen. Be consistent. That's right. Because in the realm of the spirit, what is consistent is what rules. That's right. That's right. He needs your consistency. Mm -hmm. And that's where the power is. Amen. There was one time Catherine called me. And she said, she was talking to me and then she said, Ah, Elder Mary, look at what is going on. I said, what is it? He said, someone, car crashed. I said, why are you saying that to me? Why, why don't you refuse it? And she knows. I've taught her. I said, Catherine, this is what God told me. Everything you see is speaking to you. If you see someone's son maybe doing something, huh, the devil is saying, watch it all. As you are watching it, I'll do it to your son. That is why Jesus Rebuke the victory because the victory was talking to. Mm -hmm. See, life is spiritual. That's Things right. are serious. That's right. We make our life see a thing like, oh, is this just physical? Mm -hmm. So guess what? <laughs> that same week, Catherine got his car crashed. Mm. Am I telling you? So that is why God wants us to what? Hmm. Focus our imagination on his work.
bread. Hallelujah. So please, let's forget about the things that distract us. That's right. It's the enemy's ploy. Amen. So by the time the challenge comes, we are weak. That's right. We are not ready. But he's given us a helper, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. He's given us a helper, the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. Glory. He's given us a helper, the Holy Ghost, who will help us. Thank God. I've done good. Amen. Everything. Amen. Uh, even though I'm not finished. Amen. But the Lord is good. It is well. Now, what makes our heart weak? Number one. Is the way we treat people. That's right. I know you don't like this message. <laughs> we love it. We love it. <laughs> I'm telling you. The way we treat people. Jesus said, Matthew 7 12. Therefore, whatsoever, whatever you want men to do to you, mm -hmm. do also unto them. Hallelujah. This is the law and the prophets. That's right. And then the grace people probably will say, well, but that's the law and the prophets. Okay. In Matthew 5, 17 to 20, what does God say? Jesus said. Matthew 5, 17 to 20. Think not that I come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy but to fulfill it. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass away, one jot or one little, one title. Is it title? Title. Oh, sorry. Title shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. So is Jesus coming to destroy the law and the prophets? No. no. He says, what you want men to do to you. So whatever you do to someone, men will do it to you. So if you know that, hey, this thing that I'm going to do to Pastor uh, 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 Sam, I don't want someone to do to me. Don't do it. That's right. So guess what happened? God is serious. Amen. So, um, in, uh, um, where is it? Oh, Jesus is Lord. <laughs> okay, let me tell you the story. Um, let, let's go here first. So, why did Jesus say that if you go to the uh, altar to give your offering, even mm -hmm. your offering, mm -hmm. and you see that someone has an altar against you, mm -hmm. leave that gate at the altar and run and go and what? Reconcile. You know why? Because the devil is also standing in front of God and saying, this thing, I'm here. I'm not going to let this person get the harvest. Hallelujah. Why? Because he's putting in someone's heart. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we think that our children are our property. We mm -hmm. get angry and we mistreat them. No. For as long as that innocent person cries out, they may not even cry to God. Mm -hmm. Innocent person can be your husband or your wife. If you mistreat them, mm -hmm. you know, some person can be your child, mm -hmm. you know, some person can be your boss, mm -hmm. you know, some person can be anybody, your neighbor. You know that you have mistreated them. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that when your heart condemns you, mm -hmm. ah, then it's greater condemnation yeah. because God is looking into your heart. Amen. So you see, stop everything, stop that religious thing, That's right. stop that dollars that you are putting. 
before you come. That's right. Because you are giving the enemy the audacity to stand in the way of your blessing. Amen. Amen. And sometimes when we do this thing, we don't even know how it affects us. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus is Lord. Amen. See, when um, in Joshua 9, what happened in Joshua 9? You know how um, Joshua, everybody knew about Israel. That their God is the Pharaoh and his army. They were into the Red Sea. They were destroyed and everything. Mm -hmm. And then, so all the nations that were around were scared of the Israelites. Right. So everybody will come. We beg you. Let's have a covenant with you. Okay? Please, we'll serve you. We'll be your servants. So you don't kill us. Because we've heard about your God. Then in the days of Saul, Saul, I don't know whether he wanted to be politically correct, so that everybody knew that he is a king. Joshua, in Joshua 9, had had a covenant with the people of Gibeon. And then Saul disregarded that and killed the big Gibeonites. You know who was upset with them? God. Even though, let's say, those were uncircumcised people, they were heathen, mm -hmm. God did not like it. That's right. So when David, innocent David, became king, there was a curse. Because mm -hmm. remember, it's whatever you do in the realm of the spirit, the devil has the audacity to tell God, no. Yeah. Yes, they are your people, but this is what they did. Yeah. The agreement was that they should protect the Gibeonites, mm -hmm. and they killed them. That's right. So family was there. David went to God, mm -hmm. and God said, no, it is because of Saul. That's right. It's because of Saul. So guess what happened? The Gibeonites demanded Saul's seven sons, mm -hmm. and they were killed. That's right. So some of the things that we do, the reason why we have to endure and do the right thing is for our children's children. That's right. Who will be gone? Mm -hmm. Our children's children are going to suffer. That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is not playing. That's right. And the devil is not playing. That's right. That is why God said, in order for you to succeed, give me time, oh. That's right. Meditate on the word. That's right. So you'll be strong. Mm -hmm. So you have that image. Nothing can change your mind. Right. If someone come here next week and say, Rabbi Mary was in white, all of you can say confidently that she was not in white. That's right. Because you saw it. Amen. So you can't doubt what you see. That's right. And God wants you to spend time forming that image Amen. so you don't doubt. That's right. Amen. But you see yourself so busy. Amen. You're not able to even have 15 minutes of prayer. Mm -hmm. And you think it's good? Hallelujah. What job? Mm. My husband was working in Enron. Mm. Those of you who know Enron, it was one of the top energy companies mm. in the world. When Enron people talk, nobody talks. Mm. But where is Enron now? Mm. <laughs> so what is your job? That's right. That's right. What is your husband? What is your child? What is your ministry? Mm -hmm. That's right. Man. 
put us in a place where we are weak. Mm-hmm. And then now he gets us. That's right. For the sake of our children. Yes. Amen. That was in 2 Samuel 21. You can read it. Amen. And then there was, see, I'm done. Maybe one of these days we'll have an all night. Because I know that you all like the word, okay? But there's also some understanding of what the realm of the spirit, you know, the things that happen. So once you understand it, then you know, say, I don't have to play with my Hallelujah, glory. Yes. Look at a typical example. God is always looking for sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you willing to endure that mm-hmm. thing? Oh, my husband did it. I'm so hurt. Oh. I see. So you love your emotions more than me? Victory mm-hmm. Bible Church International Houston. That's right. Let's rise up. Amen. Let's rise up. Amen. There's a song that says, if you fear God, you have no need to fear. That's right. See, God is more important than anything else, please. That's right. Amen. There was this young uh, artist who was coming up. Imagination. Mm-hmm. Then he went to a music store. Kathleen knows that story. Kathleen knows a lot of stories <laughs> that I see. Amen. She went to the store. And he to a music store and then he went to buy some things, you know, music people. And then he passed by a store and he saw something and he said, ah, let me go and see it again. Then he went into that store. What did you see? It was a picture of thank you. The English language is wonderful. <laughs> Do you know that when he feasted his eyes on it, this Man of God now became a homosexual. Yeah, right. You don't get into the enemy's territory. Hallelujah. Why would you go and look at it again? Just like saying, I'm interested in it. I wish you go and look at what we have studied today again. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that image will be formed. Hallelujah. And no matter what happens, Amen. We'll stand strong. Amen. Shall we rise up? Hallelujah. Oh, thank you. 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 Thank he says, give me your heart and observe because of the way of the is like a deep ditch. You won't see it unless you observe. You won't see it. So please, let us fear God. Because life is beautiful with him. So now you see the song. Now it makes meaning. Mm-hmm. Jesus is beautiful, so behold him. Yes. Fix your eyes on him. That's right. And give him your heart. Hallelujah. And he'll take care of the rest. Amen. So please, let us love one another. Mm-hmm. If you have ought against someone, please deal with it. Life is bigger than 
everything that we have disagreed on and everything. 